Welcome to SideQuest, Hunters. This is Sports One, and talking a little stilted because I my brain messed up. Um, you want to try that with hey, more enthusiasm? <laughs> I, my brain just went sideways. It's okay. Um, anyways, welcome to SideQuest. Uh, we are talking about Night in the Woods today, and as usual, joined by co-host Haru. How you doing? Hello, and uh, crimes. Uh-huh. Crimes. And then <laughs> uh, co-host Toaster. Hey, hey, what's up? It is fall, and it is lovely out right now. Come to think of it, this is a good game to play in fall. Right? Yeah, like, really. It had a very fall theme. But what game is it that, Fortune? Night in the Woods. Yeah. Um, I know that this is on PlayStation 4, um, but I played it on Switch. Um, I played it on the I, PC. And I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's on PC. That was on PS4. It'd be silly if it wasn't on PC. It's on everything. It's on, like, phones and stuff. Is it really? Oh. Huh. Cool. That <laughs> Kickstarter money, man. <laughs> what did you play it on? Hmm? Oh, PlayStation. Hey, there we go. Hey, so we kind of hit the, the spectrum a little bit today. So, um... We normally like to start out with initial impressions. Um, I'll just go ahead and start out. I did not think this was going to be a game about playing a cat. Uh, <laughs> we said Night in the Woods. Uh, we actually made this decision months ago um, to play this game at this point. And I literally thought, because I was playing Hollow Knight at the time, I was like, okay, it's like a knight, and he goes in the woods. Oh, that's right. Oh, no, it's not. You didn't actually look at the Steam page either. You're avoiding nope, everything. I looked at nothing. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, I'm a cat girl in a world of cat and animal people. And there's real cats. I am sadly confused. Like, <laughs> um, So I had no idea what this game was going into it. I didn't have my initial impressions from the first couple thing, like couple, uh, I would say 20 minutes to 40 minutes was like, this game is weird. Like that was, that was my initial thought. Um, so, um, yeah, we're going to probably get into spoilers here. Right. But we'll keep the like ending. Oh, spoilers yes. we're gonna for get the... some major spoilers and we'll, we'll warn you when we're getting specifically to them. Um, but yeah, there's, there's not a good way. I don't think the stuff that I want to talk about mostly is heavily in the spoiler territory when we get into story. So, so back back to initial impressions. Yeah. (laughs) You haven't played really many story based, like story focused games before, huh? Cause like, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm thinking about most of the games that you've played in the past and like the ones like I've learned that you liked. And from what I can tell, most of them aren't super like heavy storyline type of things like storyline driven little gameplay type of things. I mean, my favorites are not storyline driven. Um, I have played to the moon. If you've ever played that, that's story driven. Um, that was crazy, crazy, sad game for me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if you've never played it to the moon is about erasing memories and it's really, really trippy. But, uh, yeah. All right, Haru, how about your first thoughts? Well, I mean, just for context, uh, Night in the Woods is like a 2D, very light platformer. They're platforming levels, but they're sort of superfluous, I would say. 
Um, yeah. It's, it's mainly a voiceless, uh, like, story game, uh, sort of walking simulator with some right. puzzle elements and exploration elements. It's a lot about conversations, but there aren't really too many, like, dialogue choices or anything. Nope. I've always heard it described nope. as in the vein of the walking simulator type of games, where you walk, you kind of explore, but it's mostly just walking and doing little things. Oh, actually, w- right. I was it's... immediately reminded of uh, Persona. Essentially a game about Persona, like a smaller game, with like a it's week or two on the calendar, and like four social links. Right. Well, actually... Yeah, except you can do all of them in this, whereas, as I understand, Persona, you kind of have to pick and choose. Actually, is it mainly just, like, the two with missable scenes, Bea and uh, Greg? Yep. Yep. Bea's Bay. Uh-huh. So, anyways, <laughs> back to your actual first impression. Oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, you. Wow. Oh, well, I was just <laughs> letting people know. Was, you know. Haru. Uh, they... I mean, I was familiar with this. I saw it on Kickstarter. It was one of the games that was interesting, uh, just sort of visually interesting. Uh, it's got a sort of uh, construction paper cutout art style, like very simple but clean. Um, and, and the and the writing is pretty snappy. Like it had they had some interesting quotes on the on the Kickstarter page. So, um, so what's your impression of it <laughs> before we get to the other, before we get to the other topics, how did you like it? Those were my impressions of it. I mean, that's I'd... like saying my impression of Mario is it's a game about jumping. That's not my impression of it. That's just what it is. That's the first impression. Huh? All right. I mean, if that's your first impression, that's your first impression. That's fine. Um, the uh, yeah. So what we want to get into next is kind of what you were touching on the art, the art style, the aesthetic, and that kind of stuff. So, uh, oh, my did we impression. Not do yours? <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love this game. This was something I was excited for a lot to play. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the art style. I love the characters right off the bat. The fact that everything kind of ties into this. Everything from the storyline ties very well together with the art and the looks and the even the music ties well to it. And it's just it it made me feel happy the second I started playing it because it reminds me of my old house or my old neighborhood, my old town. Okay, I could I could understand that. Um yeah, there's definitely some themes that that I connected with there, and I will get into that later on. I think with uh, some of the other talking points, but uh, um, what um did you? So I guess that's the end of the first impressions. Yes, now there we go. I threw myself off. Uh, so uh, next we'll we'll talk about um, art design and that kind of stuff. And as Hari mentioned, uh, very two uh, D sort of simple. Simple and clean style, um, but one thing to note is like the art style. Uh, even though it's two D and that kind of stuff, um, it's very much uh, a character-driven game, and it's very the art style is simple because, in my opinion, because 
you can see expression really well. Like there's a lot of contrast there um, with expression. And they do that with text too. Um, yeah, capitalization, I think even times they italicize and make text shaking and that kind of stuff. Um, so they're very expressive. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, a very, uh, a game about emotional connections and all that kind of stuff. So the, the art style sort of helps you hone in on what's important. Not to say that it isn't other things to look at, but you're not going to be sitting there looking at the grass way like you do in Breath of the Wild. <laughs> the uh, the dialogue is... The go, though. Yeah, there's a lot of do, nice I'm sorry? ambient animation. Um, there is, yeah. yes. I'm just, but I'm saying like it, it's it, the style really lends focus on what you're you know trying to look at versus it's not overwhelming on the ambience which i would kind of say breath of the wild kind of is i don't know yeah the uh, like the art style is 80 percent ambience definitely simple the um uh like the dialogue system is nice because when you have scenes just with the four main characters you or may uh greg angus and bea um, mm-hmm. it's color coded for each of the characters, so you can always tell who's speaking. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah, that's that's a good point too. What I did. Yeah. Th- there's there's aesthetics in the texts and everything. It's and it's got uh, crazy aesthetics when you play guitar, which yes. I did not expect. Um, the guitar. We'll get into that with gameplay. Oh. <laughs> I'll talk about the visuals for it real quick. The visuals sure. remind me of. Uh, uh, guitar Hero? No, well, not, not Guitar Hero. I'm talking about the squares around the outside. It reminds me of the Gorillas, how most of the Gorillas music videos are, where it's it'll cut to each of the characters playing and stuff like that. Oh, I gotcha. I've never watched a Gorillas video other than Sunshine in the Bag, which was just animated, so... Um, the game is very much, like, I think, operating on a budget. Like, there's no real yeah. facial animation, and it's not voice-acted, so sometimes it can be hard to tell the tone of certain uh, bits of text. I think that actually leads well into it, though. Uh, kind of to tease a little bit on something I want to talk about later. But this game is very much about, you know, hints at, like, you know people's mental states and their, like, how people, per- how each of the characters kind of perceive things. So I think that helps that it doesn't give them a tone of voice, so how you perceive the game is how you are thinking at that kind of the moment, you know, you imagine what type of mood they're in. and uh, It, it kind of gets you involved more in the world instead of just being like, Oh, they're, they're mad. You have to think like, are they mad? Or maybe they're just disappointed. What, one thing I will say, um, they do get a little expressive with the eyes. Yes. Um, especially the main character may when her eyes just sort of bug out and get really wide it is hilarious in some parts of the game I love May. it is funny <laughs> she was like whoa that was bad and her eyes get super big <laughs> like her pupils dilate all like all the way i think one of the like a lot of times they have her facing like directly at the camera in the trailers and stuff is when she's doing that bug out look yeah nightmare eyes <laughs> yes so yeah, that... the uh, the music in the game. How would you guys like describe that? 
it's nicely Funky. ambient when it needs to, but it actually has like I don't want to say it's drift. funky. Yeah, it, it it meets when it needs to meet. It needs is exciting when it needs to be exciting. Yeah, well, I mean, just walking through the town, it's got this like just nice peaceful tone, and I don't know. I like it, that every it worked pretty well. Like, I didn't realize the opening was looping initially. Uh, like when you whenever you wake up, and it's got that peaceful da da. Yeah, you can just like sit there forever and be like, "Okay, let's just keep letting it go." (laughs) Yeah, I never let it loop. I don't think I never sat there long enough um, to let it loop. But yeah, that it is a nice, peaceful like, "Oh, I'm asleep" kind of thing. It just sort of when you get up, like, "Okay, it's over." I will tell you my favorite piece of music in the game, though, and the one that constantly got me kind of emotional a little bit because it just felt like happy and kind of sad at the same time, like a really old memory that kind of warms you up, but you still miss it. Yeah. Is uh Mallard's tomb. Uh, it's the storage unit, like a storage closet that's kind of locked off at the top of a building. It's where they have like all the oh. old parade supplies and where the miracle. Ra- I did. I did find that. Yeah. Where the miracle rats are. What, what, yes. what was it? The achievement the called uh, mother of vermin. Yeah, I think that's so- what it was. <laughs> Miracle Rat Baby. I didn't. That's a good band name. I didn't get an achievement for it because I was on the Switch. But yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Um, it, it, it did go in the journal. So the music, yeah, it's got like area themes. Uh, well, not area themes, but the town is a theme. I think the th- town theme changes depending on like the mm-hmm. if it's foggy or something like that, or if something happened in the story. Uh, yeah. I didn't really notice any like character-based late motifs. I thought the music was pretty cool overall. It was like, um, yeah. like, 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 you saying, you like... It, it had those nice transitions, like waking up in the morning or going to the evening and things like that. How did you like the band music? Like the, all the music that you played as a person, like with the, with your friends. Seems a little bit out of my taste for music. A lot of the time it was like, sort of like that, that, uh, sort of grunge rock stuff that I never really got into. <laughs> uh, see, I love it. Like, I, it I was liked, fun. I think one song was really catchy, like Die Anywhere Else. I liked the, the I guess, tone of that. But, like, and this is sort of getting into gameplay a little bit, but, like, it's I, it's weird that they put a rhythm game in this when they can't have yeah, any, like, was, vocals. Yeah, that caught me off guard. Because, like, there's that no... Probably really off guard. It's really just sort of, like... The rhythm songs are really sort of, like, a beat. Rather than, like, being, like, yeah. songs. I mean, it, it kind of makes sense, though, because you're a bass player, and bass players are generally... You know, they're supposed to be the ones that are holding the rhythm and keeping kind of a steady tone. No, but they have lyrics True. on screen. You have to read them while you're playing the song. It's really hard to play, because it's rhythm. Yeah. Game. Um... That's one thing that I, I was playing on the place on the PC, but I was still using an Xbox controller. Apparently, the rhythm games are significantly easier if you use just the keyboard. But almost any rhythm game would be, because you don't have because you you're when you're using just one finger to press the four different buttons, you got to worry about travel right. time and that kind of stuff. You can just set your four you know four fingers on the 
buttons and press them at the appropriate times on a keyboard. It's <laughs> a lot the, easier. With an actual guitar, you just like, or some instruments, you just like set your fingers across the, I don't know, frets or like the buttons on a trombone or something, a horn. Like you don't move them. Uh, Unless you're playing it's like a, a violin. Harder. It's a little bit harder with <laughs> with a brass instrument like a trombone because you got to worry about your lip position, but and the and the slide position for you know or valve positions. But um, I mean guitar, you got to worry about you know what chord you're on with your left hand and that kind of stuff. So it's a little bit closer to uh, to it than just pressing four keys with four fingers. Um, even piano is a little more complicated than that. <laughs> but uh yeah I, I the music overall is pretty great uh it's not like i hated the the sort of like mini game of playing music i actually enjoyed the 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 music in that aspect but i didn't really it's not like something i was like oh yeah this is my thing like i was just like okay it's cool uh, it really surprised me the first time i had to play the music um and i don't know if you guys know but uh um, it is, uh, it was there, your journal, which we will get a little bit be better into this into gameplay, but your journal actually records how bad you did the first time you played it. I, I aced every song except for one. And I'm pretty sure it's the one everyone hates. Like it was super hard. Is Mr. Pumpkinhead? Does the game actually yeah. react if you like play a song well? Because I missed like a couple notes, like only a couple notes on some of the songs, and it gave me the same exact dialogue. Yeah, so it seems like there's only like two states, or maybe three. One's like that was alright. I think one of them is like, wow, that was really good. And then there's also I failed Pumpkinhead bad. Like my journal page shows a snapped bass in meleeing dead on the page, and. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they, they're like that was that was terrible, <laughs> not good. <laughs> like, like Bay lays it out. She's like, that was awful. And then your character so you'd have like, to like, is like, I don't even know this song. <laughs> you, they don't give you a chance to practice the first time you play them, so you'd right. have to like save scum to actually like be good. Well, yeah, it, yeah. If you if you, but she gives an excuse every time if you do bad. She's like, I literally don't know this song, and like the band. <laughs> doesn't care nope. <laughs> it's like okay cool and then uh i liked a lot of times she gets into it with bay because like bay is on the drums in quotations she's just pressing keys on the keyboard yes yeah, on the computer she's sending her drums yeah and so like uh <laughs> she's like you just press a button bay shut up like it's <laughs> like okay i like uh yeah i mean uh, we'll get into characters next, but there's a the, the the music you know playing part. You got to see a lot of the sort of characterization of of people. Mm -hmm. uh, so um, to do onto the gameplay, like I really want to talk about. It reminded me a lot of sort of like a Zelda environment, which is like you have sort of these jumping puzzles of getting up on the telephone wires and finding the parts of buildings you can climb on. And there's, like, exploration yeah. there of, like, you have to do some platforming to get up there. And then, like, you could, like with the nest of rats, you have to do the sort of, like, an item quest and find it from somewhere else. And I really I appreciated yeah. that sort of Zelda-y aspect to it. Because the, envir the environment feels very handcrafted. 
It and feels alive. Yeah, that too. Um, yeah. Like, like there was a... You have to find four different little things where you can platform to, and you can launch, like, helicopters to read... It's weird. To read the notes later in the game. <laughs> um... But yeah, there's just some yeah. weird little things like that. I didn't do a ton of that that kind of stuff where you, you they went on the rooftops and like that kind of thing. Um, but you do get even if you don't do that, you do get like a, a healthy portion of, of platforming with uh, dream sequences that happen throughout the story. Right. Um, and those happen fr- more frequently later on. Um, but it's it's. Uh, it's uh, it's very light on that aspect of the game, for sure, but it's not necessarily bad or good. I would say like it just sort of like it helps facilitate the story pretty well. Um, I don't know. The only thing that bothered me is some of the dream sequences were like, okay, why am I doing this again? Like, uh. yeah, the dream <laughs> even sequences. Even once you know the reason, the dream sequences were pretty artificial. Like, I preferred, yeah. like, just exploring the town and platforming there a lot better. Um, yeah. I think, the yeah puzzle, that's a... I think the puzzle aspects of the game are actually fairly meaty. It's just, like, not a not a big game, you know? I like that yeah. minor things require little gameplay. Like, whenever you and the gang get together to have, like, pizza, you actually have to yeah. do a little thing where you reach up and you grab the slice of pizza. And even that No, one... did you guys... I was, like, I was like, at one point, one of the guys can't reach, and you can actually hand them a piece instead. Like, oh, I never handed him a piece. I never knew you could yeah, do that. The first... I just watched him struggle. Yeah. He just struggles, and then he eventually gives up. And you're like, oh, yeah. Okay. I, I picked up the piece, went and dropped it over by him, and he grabbed it and took it. And he's there, like, thanks. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. I watched him struggle. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there's like, like a lot of games have lock picking. There's a pickpocketing. Uh, minigame or like a shoplifting minigame <laughs> where you have to yes. like pull a, a knickknack towards your pocket uh, and make sure the little icon like the shop shopkeep's eyes aren't on you while you're moving. Yep. It goes with uh, Jurassic yep. Park. I... Dinosaurs, animals can't see you if you're not moving. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like literally Funny talk story, about my that. I was watching Jurassic Park Lost World today. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, anyways, um, so uh, the, the the gameplay, you know, like again, it's it's light. Uh, what you're mostly doing is interacting with characters. Uh, you got some light dialogue options. Um, you have, but it's mostly about not necessarily about like those dialogue options as much as who you're choosing to talk to and who you're choosing to hang out with. Um, and there's only really one branch in the game and it's not even like really a big branch, but like you choose to hang out with one character or the other. And that just depend that just lets you see a different aspect of the game, but it all kind of ends the same anyways. Um, so it's just more about what you experience along the way. Yeah, there are um, a lot of um, but, there are a lot of like little things that change depending on your character, yes. like a lot of different yeah. conversations and things. Uh, uh, and there's well, certainly more things that get referenced later on. Like if you're just trying to play through the game and do exactly what the game tells you to do, it, a lot of the conversations become very sparse. Uh, but what you do actually does affect things later on. 
No, it, it's true. I'm just saying there's not a lot, there's not a big branch. You're like you're not. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, the game is totally different. There's not um, multiple endings per se. Right. Um, yeah, it all ends the kind of the same way. No, your relationships kind of do change with people because if you end up being like a jerk to your mom, she'll be a jerk right back. Like <laughs> I felt bad because one of the conversations you, you're kind of inevitably, you know, steered into being a jerk whether you like it or not. But I think kind of that's why I liked is that you're not. The character isn't supposed to be a blank slate that represents you. The character is themselves, and you're just yeah. kind of pushing them one way or the other, versus like right. Link or Skyrim Mick No Face, that you know they they don't uh, have a Dovakin. Hello, <laughs> Dovakin. He has a name, or she has a name. Yeah, I didn't mind it in, like, Skyrim, since, like, first person or whatever, but usually blank slates annoy me. They're just, like, very generic protagonists. Yeah, and, yeah, and there's nothing about May is blank. Nope. <laughs> she has history um, well a rap before sheet. you start the game. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, uh, there's one other uh, aspect of the gameplay I, uh, I do want to touch on, and that's the journal that you have. Um, I have something after that too. Um, the the journal sort of records like what you may discover um, as that you learn more about people. Or so she already has an idea about people, but she's just keeping a journal just now because of reasons that we'll get into. Um, and this journal will sort of be like a decent guide to sort of like hey i did that but i'm also guessing it's sort of like a marker of like hey every page has something on it and if you're filling out the page you've kind of done that thing or at least started that thing pages can be updated with more information um for instance um i got a lot of information updated about the dad uh because i interacted with the dad a lot yeah right that was a cool guy so, so yeah, it'll update as you learn more about people and that kind of thing. Um, but for the most part, it's sort of like a general rule of thumb. Like, okay, this is this person, and I, here I know about them. So it's kind of like a game guide, but you fill it out as you're playing. Um, so what were you going to talk about, uh, Toaster? So I like the... I'm trying to figure out how to say this. The connection the dreams have to what's going on, as well as the... The fact that they are separate. Like, I know you guys are like, what's the point of these dream sequences? I think it's a little... They have a point. I don't think it needs to be such a mundane platforming sequence. To continue what I was going to say, was I think it's supposed to be mundane. Because the fact that it gives you time to think about what happened that day. Because really, with the exception of some very specific ones that are actually kind of intense, most of the dream sequences are very vague and very cool calm down relax there's not like a time limit you can just wander around find the musicians and you're good and in the time they have this nice music playing and it gives you time to reflect on what happened the previous day i'll tell you right now i did zero reflecting while i was doing those dream sequences it was 100 percent annoyance with doing a dream sequence like (laughs) except for the except for the there's a there's a couple that are that are super like crazy uh, or one at least I can't remember if there's more than that but there's one in particular that's super crazy now that one was interesting but the mundane ones it was like okay now it's just sort of this forced treadmill I have to go through it feels like the um like I mean 
I, me playing on Switch, I can stop at any point, just hit sleep and just move on. Like, I didn't do that. I, I played it in large chunks. Um, but I don't think I needed the time to process what was going on as much. And, well, until the end. I needed time for that. But. <laughs> Like the music, the dream sequences, yeah. they had nice music and stuff. Like I think they each had unique yeah. like themes of like the. It was sort of like different instruments would come in as you discovered the different like character altars that you had to collect um, to get out of it. But yeah, I right. done like they were sort of just like there. They didn't seem super relevant until the one that actually has dialogue in it at the end. There is a right. There's two other things I want to talk about gameplay wise. Uh, sure. Uh, first, there's the entire other game that's built into this game. Are you talking about the... Oh, right. The, 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 well, there's like the three Tower other Blade? games, honestly. No, I'm talking about Demon Tower. Oh, I did play Demon Tower. Demon Tower gets hard. <laughs> I got to like level 11, uh, which technically is like the third floor or something like that. I got to the one where it's just a lot, like all those dashy dudes with the yeah. daggers start getting like everywhere and man i couldn't i <laughs> i actually didn't beat demon tower i'm, I'm a saddened by that i didn't even attempt to beat demon tower i played it once i was like this is cool and i quit like, <laughs> i got to like level I wonder if two something for doing that but i concluded that night in the woods is a much better indie game than this mini game within night in the woods i just like that they put this little it for those who don't know it's kind of like a hack and slashy top down 2d platformer or not platformer but dungeon crawler thing it's really simple, yeah. but it's something nice to like take a break from the town for a second and just like go slash things. Um, I mean, that's what I have Monster Hunter for. Yeah, so. really. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I guess just on the, on the topic of mini games, uh, there's also Night in the Woods has bundled in two games that were part of the Kickstarter for uh, for it, which is nice that they ported them over. Uh, there's one where you're doing sort of the constellation mini game from the main game. Uh, but just just on its own, and yeah. I think that's uh, longest night. And then there's another one called Lost Constellation, which is sort of like a a side story. It's pretty decently substantial, um, like hour two hours thing. It's got some puzzles in it, and you have to uh, you have to go into this forest and do a thing that I don't completely understand. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> after having played it yeah so what was your favorite little within the main game i'm not going to include the two side ones because unfortunately i can't talk about those uh what was your favorite little mini game within the game because there was there were several different mini games scattered throughout like greg's light bulb throwing and uh you know the guitar hero and all that fun stuff what was your favorite little gameplay segment i don't know i like the guitar hero stuff it was, it was nice to just I don't know I didn't I got into rhythm games like a pretty hard when they were brand new, the original guitar Guitar Hero and then uh, Rock Band and that kind of stuff. So it was nice to sort of dabble in that again because all I ever want to do is dabble in that again. I never want to play it all <laughs> all again over again. Uh, but it was it was pretty cool. Like it was a, it was a surprising touch. Uh, my brother was watching me play for a little bit, and that, that first segment of it came up. He's like, are you playing a story rhythm game? I'm like, I don't really know yet. <laughs> <laughs> so I like that part of it, I think, the most. Okay. 
for me, um, it's, it's definitely going to be the town exploration and sort of jumping up on the wires and finding paths, the uh, jumping puzzles there. Okay. And they had a few sort of puzzle platformy things that I liked, like the intro to the game where you have to... Well, I won't spoil that puzzle, but there's just some nice sequences. Yeah. Sure. Uh, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Hey, Forge One. What? I got cups on my ears. That you yes. do. <laughs> uh, so I think that does it for gameplay. There wasn't too much to talk about because it was very... Yeah, it was very sparse on the gameplay, yeah. which is fine. That's not what it is about. Yeah, at least they didn't it's sort of game. like try and make you do combat or something. Uh, so and this kind of ties into uh, characters and story a little bit. One of the main things is that is the choice is that with who you decide to spend your most time with because you get to pick between uh, Greg and Bay, and mm-hmm. there is actually a fighting thing you can do with Greg. You can you can have a knife fight with Greg. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. I'm gonna post a quick I, picture of it for you guys. I don't I don't know the context I, of it, uh, but I know you can fight have a knife fight with Greg. <laughs> uh okay. <laughs> oh yeah, but that just uh, sort of looks like you're like the pickpocketing minigame, like sort of a fencing thing. It is kind of fencing, yeah. yeah. But it's just the fact that it's a thing. Uh, I uh, yeah, I never hung out with Greg. Yeah, never no. once. Me neither. For, <laughs> we all I went for, for full B- May because yeah. I wanted to do both or full Bay. Uh, I guess that's a good transition to the characters. Uh, I would say my first comment is there's a lot of characters and they're all pretty fleshed out. Like most characters have a lot of personality to them and at least some history within the town. Right. One of the like the one of the strengths of the game is that sort of like a Persona or like even like Majora's Mask, that Zelda game where it's like the day schedule. Um, basically, every character has unique dialogue every day. Uh, so yes. You, which also makes it sort of uh, neurotic because I know I miss things and I was like going everywhere every day and talking to everyone I saw. Yeah. Yeah, obs- I met the pasture and the homeless guy and talked to them once. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I'm really upset that there's not a button to hug your mom and dad because your mom and dad are really nice people. Like, I like both your mom and dad a lot because they really do care and they're really nice. And I felt bad that on occasion May was a jerk. <laughs> and I was like, no. I just- yeah. It's, it's interesting. Well, I, I can relate to this because I have recently moved back with my parents and my mom and I, I haven't always got along the best. So those interactions kind of hit home with me sometimes where it's like, whatever, mom. Like, because <laughs> we're, we're just like, sometimes we just don't get along. Yep. So it's like, uh, I'm not as jerkiful as she was in some of those conversations, uh, may, but, uh, um, it's definitely like some of the things the mom says and may rolls her eyes. I'm like, yeah, I've done, I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) Been there, may I know it. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't think 
Oh. I mean, May's mother was not like the type of person I have experience with in my personal life, so I didn't couldn't like really, I guess, draw a personal reference on that. Um, uh, like she works but, at the church during the day, yeah. and like uh, the, with the scheduling mechanic, they have like you can talk to your mother in the mornings before you leave the house. You can talk to your father when you get home at night. Um, yep. So that's kind of like a nice touch. And you can sit on the couch and watch watch some TV with your dad at night. Which has some really weird TV show. I think it was I think it was supposed to be a parody of like old like like 80s comedy. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was just it's just funny like just how lame the jokes were and they were like, it's hilarious. So we're like, okay. <laughs> the show is literally called sure. Garbo and Malone. <laughs> definitely, yeah. definitely a parody. Heels hard. Oh yeah, I know. It's just like it's, <laughs> it's just funny. <laughs> heels Haru, heels. Dude, that was <laughs> another one of the best dialogues in the game. <laughs> it's funny because you can talk to some characters multiple times. Like generally, you'd go downstairs to talk to your mom in the morning, but you can keep after you're done with the conversation. You can walk back up to her and probably and sometimes initiate like two, three, or four more extra conversations just. Just for the sake of spending time with your mom. Yeah, there's a lot of yep. dialogue in the game. And it's uh, another thing that kept it from getting too tedious. Um, like, you'd usually like get to like three or four uh, like conversation windows. Not windows, but conversation segments. And then they finally, like, the interact button would go away. Or they'd hit it on a repeating line of dialogue. Like... Eels, I think it was. Yeah. Eels, Bob. Yep. And then you can know you could just the, leave it alone. Uh, I'd like to touch on... So you had... Um, so May is obviously the main character, and we're learning a lot about who May is uh, through majority of the story. But um, you had, like, the... the I would say, the you know, some of the bigger characters... Especially are Greg and Bay, um, but also why am I blanking on his name? Angus the bear. Angus and, the bear. And Greg's boyfriend, and he is yeah, he's a nice boyfriend. Like he's he's a good supporting guy. There's more to yeah, it and, than that, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, you do get to learn about Angus a bit. Um, but uh, I liked Angus uh, fairly well. Uh, he kind of reminds me of some people who have gone through what Angus went through. <laughs> uh, I know some people like that um, who kind of came out the same way. So it was uh, interesting to see, at least. Um, like he was but, an abuse victim, uh, right? Yeah, he was an abuse or victim. Or a survivor, um, I believe. I think survivor yeah. was the better one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and then we have, uh, oh, we said his name earlier, the bird, Germ. Germ. Germ, who's sort of like the, I, I can relate with this, there's always been the sort of like outside friend who's like, he's with the group sometimes, but sometimes he's just doing his own thing. He's way out the woods. Uh, that's, yeah, that was kind of Germ. Uh, <laughs> I agree. Germ was a cool guy. I, I'll but, say, I agree with the journal. Germ's a good guy. Yeah, like, but you don't really get close to Germ. Um, but it's obvious that Bay and Greg are really the two biggest people. And, like, 
uh, Greg is like this super excitable. He he reminds me of a dog, and I didn't see a lot of other dogs. He literally so. is the dog. <laughs> I actually I well, thought yeah. he was a fox actually. Well, well he could be you a know fox. it's canine same same kind of. Thing. So I did want to make a. I kind of did want to segue before we go like into every like personalities. This game mm-hmm. touches on mental disorders and men- not. I don't know if the what the correct PC term for it is, but uh, mental disorders and mental afflictions very heavily. Um, kind of true yeah. to life. Most people have something to them, something that either affected them and it is still affecting them now, or something they're trying to get over. Uh, in Greg's case, uh, Greg's kind of bipolar a little bit. Because he gets He's very crazy. excitable, very happy, but then he on a flights on a flip switch, he can immediately become like real sad and depressed and lonely. Versus where, like Angus, he went through a lot of torture and stuff like that, so he kind of resolves to be really nice and he's just a overall good guy. I think because yeah. he doesn't want to become what he went through as a kid. Uh, um, right. A really interesting thing is that with the, like the sort of constellation side game. It, it had, like, early versions of the main cast, like, commenting on the stars. And I actually yeah. noticed, like, the strength of the writing in the main game, because the characters weren't nailed down back in development. And I could tell, like, Angus w- wasn't, like, uh, being super nice. He, like, said something biting once, or something that wasn't, like, in his character. So it was in- it's interesting, I guess that's sort of, like, a credit to the to the writing, uh, how distinctive the... yeah. Uh, dialogue is. I get what you're saying for sure. And then, uh, I don't. I don't know what's up with Bay, other than Bay has a hard life in general. Uh, so I, I don't. Basically, that, I don't know what you would call that. Um, it's it's kind of yeah. general depression is what she's going through. Um, general depression and being forced to be an adult at such a young age because her right her family kind of fell out from underneath her. Her dad gave up basically when his, her mom passed away. And having to deal with her mom passing away was a major thing. Um, there's yep. also something else they went over in that the dad's not abusive in a physical way, but kind of more not caring. Um, Neglectful. Well, he's emotionally well, abusive. Like, he's vacant use, and he's, like, guilting her. And... Well, I was going to use one specific example, too. Uh, there's a point where she mentions when she was a kid, um, they had some guy... That they still just like they told her like yeah stay away from him and don't be alone with him because it's implied he would have tried to do something with her as a kid, and now as an adult that guy still works at the hardware store. You don't see him in game, but if you spend time with Bay, she tells you that like yeah this this happened and they still have him working there with me at the hardware store and my dad won't fire him and she makes me he makes me work alongside this guy. Yeah, I nearly so, forgot that. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. bitch dark. It's it's just, dep- like I, I say, like very obvious depression. Um, w- w- yeah. was that the sort of black and white like teddy bear character? I don't know. I, like I said, I don't think you actually see him because there's a couple characters that are in the store, but they seem like normal, and she never comments. No, on you're talking about that. Are you talking about the cat who's basically jobless, and then he gets a job at the pickaxe, and then he also gets a job at the there. For... Yeah, yeah. So is that I that guy, or him. is that like no? Him? I don't. I don't think it's. That I think guy. they're not. He's not pictured. I think they specifically didn't picture him because they didn't want to like 
Yeah, they, I don't. Yeah, they didn't want to bring it up so close to the vase. Yeah, but everybody so, kind of has something they're going through. And so, for context, like, I kind of want to talk about Beatrice a little bit more. Uh, yeah. When when you get to town, like, she's like really digging you because May, the main character, has just dropped out of college and come home, and you oh, yeah. learn <laughs> you learn through after like suffering through her just barbs but you learn that college is like her dream and that she's like stuck in her uh sort of working like job like her family business yeah owning a store and she feels she can't just leave her dad because despite her being angry at her dad her dad is still family so she can't just leave him or her mom's you know burial grounds behind okay but like that, that's Beatrice's bullshit. Like, she could totally just leave. Like, I mean, she might not be, like, financially well off, but she could just go. Like, she's trapping herself. That's Because the thing, she's saying, I have to stay with my dad. Like, I yeah. have to support him. But it's him. not as simple as up and leaving. That's kind of what they're trying to get at. And a lot of people who've gone through the same thing will say it's not as simple as up and leaving. No, but she does have a choice. Right. It is a choice, but not one they're willing to make. Yeah. And she's upset at you because, in her eyes, you know, you're fine. Because May doesn't really quite reveal what's wrong with her to other characters initially. But in her eyes, you had everything solved and figured out, and then you just kind of gave up for no reason. Right. Yeah, because May can't, like... Because it was inconvenient, in her words. Uh, When Beatrice is, like, pressing May for, like, why she dropped out of college, she's giving... Like, really sort of wishy-washy reasons. Like, yeah. uh, I just wasn't for me, or I, I just didn't feel right, or stuff like that. I kind of... I, quick spoilers about me. I identify with May very hard, because I could have been in her position if <laughs> I hadn't made some very specific key choices in my life. I am very close to being like her, but... Again, some very specific things made it so I avoided that fate. Yeah, the game kind of guilts you, not even just with Beatrice, but just like kind of <laughs> just beats your, your main character up uh, for a lot yeah. of the first half of the game. I think that's what they were kind of going for, is trying to give you that crushing like guilt, even though, because that's what a lot of people feel when they have like a mental disorder, is they feel guilty for everything. Even if it isn't their fault, even if it's not something that they really had control over, they will still beat themselves up because they feel like it's their fault. Because people will make them feel like it's their fault. And I right. Think they yeah. Did a very and good job of. They made you feel like as you're. I was as I'm playing through this character. I'm like, man, May's kind of an asshole. <laughs> well, you kind of get you get a, a one of the things I noticed right off the bat um, is May, in particular, Bay suffers from this too may in particular has a really low self-image yeah like a really low self-image like we're you know she'll crack jokes like oh yeah i'm terrible and that kind of stuff and when you i don't i don't have that problem personally um i'm normally a pretty happy-go-lucky guy that has a generally positive image of myself but i know a lot of people who have been that way and are that way and 
Yeah, it's just like, I was like, yep, I've seen that before. One of the first things she comments when you go to go to, this is really early on, when you go to go to the um, the party in the woods, you know, the bonfire party, is like you go to look at yourself in the mirror and you're like, yeah, you look like crap. You can't do this. You're going to mess up this conversation. And she There's... overthinks every little part of herself. Yeah. And I honestly think that's one of the things that, I hate to, I'm not trying to make this about me, but I, I identified with because I overthink everything I say in real life. Like, uh, kind of like how you have to pick your dialogue choices of how you want to phrase something, even though most of the time the game's going to go where it wants anyway. What, how you, your character chooses to phrase it doesn't matter. Right. That's kind of like internally what goes through your head when you overthink like every little conversation is like, what's the right thing to say in this situation? Even though it doesn't matter. It's, it bugs you and it eats at you. And so you start to think, like, maybe I'm just garbage, maybe I'm just trash. And you'll, like, be like, I'm just going to mess this conversation up. Like, May says, like, I got the crazy eyes. <laughs> or the... Uh, you get to pick, actually. <laughs> you get to pick to say crazy eyes or nightmare eyes. Yeah. <laughs> and I went with nightmare eyes. And she says it and her eyes get really big. I, I know it's supposed to be a serious moment. It, was, it's, it always cracked me up when her eyes got really big. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, because the, the dialogue is sort of couched in that, like, um, dark humor, so it's not immediately apparent that May is, like, actually uh, suffering from anxiety and depression. Going yeah, something so serious. She kind of yeah. comes off as just a cynic in the beginning. Um, yep. I was wondering, yep, did and you... that's not common at all, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys think, uh, uh, yeah, it's... did you guys think Beatrice was actually depressed in the game story? I absolutely or she just have problems. Like even uh, I don't think she was depressed as as much as very unhappy with her situation and not doing a ton about it. That's right. what depression um, is. I mean, I mean <laughs> personally, I have gone through depression uh, at least once, and that was. I don't know. It's different for everybody, but that is not how I was. Yeah. Uh, how be- what Beatrice was doing. Um, granted, I've never had that level of responsibility shoved on me like Beatrice <laughs> does in the game. So, I mean, I've, everyone obviously reacts differently, even in you know stressful situations, or you, even if you're suffering from depression, you're going to handle that differently. Remember, her version else. of hanging out with May was going to her room and just laying on the bed. Like just laying down doing nothing, and I mean just wanting to sleep and nothing yeah. else. Well, I mean, but nah, like you can just be like a negative person, and not be depressed. I feel like yeah. yeah. So I'm not. I'm not sure. Like maybe they I'm, could leave it up to us to decide. The yeah, because I'm not. I'm not an expert in any way on anything mental, at all. So, um, but I don't. I, I again, I don't think that was depression. I think she was not happy for sure. <laughs> um, I did want to talk about what May's issue is, but that pushes us towards in, towards the story and towards uh, yeah. a nice big yeah, spoiler they... wall. I want to point up. Right. Well, I think um, I don't know. Like we talked quite a big deal about um, characters. I think we can safely move into story unless someone had another character they wanted to touch May. on or... <laughs> yeah, yeah so like just well, from this... May is, May is going to fall under the yeah. story from from this point so... on like just 
spoilers, beware, here be dragons and all that jazz. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. major spoilers from this point. Um, we've done some spoilers already, but like, this is going to be like, yeah. we're talking about the story and we're even going to be talking about the ending of the story at some point. So if you don't, uh, if you still want to experience this game without hearing our opinions on it, I guess we'll see you next episode. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Or later. So, um, um, yeah. now, arms, huh? So after that, uh, <laughs> after that train wreck of a segue, <laughs> really quick, I wanted to touch on May's mental hangup that she has. I didn't think it was a bad segue. It was, Stop hating on my segue. It was a train wreck. <laughs> Shouldn't uh, we do that at the end of the story, though? Spoiler. What? Shouldn't we talk about May at the end no, of the story? No, I just wanted to talk about her... The killer incident and why she left college. Right, okay. So, uh, m- much later on, it is revealed what she, May is going through and why she is, looks at herself like crap and why she left, came back from college and all that fun stuff. Uh, May suffers from, and I looked this up, this is a real disorder, uh, disassociative disorder. And it is something that a decent amount of people who kind of go to college go through or people who have like really sheltered lives go through. Um, a minor form of it is realizing like everything just kind of follows a pattern and you know, nothing happens in May's case. She stopped seeing people as people and started seeing everything as shapes and just colors. And she had basically a panic attack, uh, during which she ended up assaulting another high schooler. And uh, the, yeah, it's important to note that this incident happens before she leaves for college yeah, you, and she's known for beating up this kid brutally and sending him to the hospital. Yeah. And you learn this through tidbits, through talking to, to people. And people are with a baseball bat hard the entire time. Yeah. She assaulted him during a baseball game. Like as she was up the bat, she just ran up and started wailing on him. And it made people th- it and they keep like hinting at like she has anger and aggression issues and so that's what you think maybe she, oh she just gets angry that's her hang up but that's not actually real it's just painted that way because you also find out she had a really shitty psychologist she was just the town doctor who's not really trained in psychology and so that's why right. she thinks she has anger issues and he didn't deal with her problems before college so she had troubles there and yeah. like uh, he's so she, the person who asked her to start writing a journal. Uh, that's something that a lot of people in college actually go through as well, though, because they get to college and then they suddenly have no support because they don't have any friends or family around. And unless somebody helps them by taking them to see somebody who can help them out, you could be like me, where you just never leave your dorm room, don't talk to people, never go outside type of thing, which causes major issues for anybody. Right. Okay. Uh, Anyway, on to the rest of the story. Just wanted to talk about her psychology there for a second. So, you get back right, in Boston Springs, there's an arm on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like a literal yeah, just animal arm. Like a human animal arm. Look, uh, <laughs> you poke it with a stick, because you're a delinquent. Or if you're cool, you poke the bug and get an achievement. Oh, that's not... God, I... Uh... Achievement. Did you miss the bug? Darn. Um, <laughs> it was so fast. 
<laughs> so the achievement was, I think it was like that might might that might have been evidence or something like that. <laughs> Oh, um, so, so there's like a severed arm in town, uh, and then yeah, I, the story kind good. of progresses. You like to, hang out with people, pass. and nothing really happens in the main story again until you. Uh, you're at the Halloween, the in-universe Halloween holiday, and the town is having a festival, and it's uh, nighttime, and you see a shadow like uh, choke out someone, and then like and take them, dash away with their body. Um. And then you chase them to the edge of town, and they're standing at the top of, like, the supermarket parking lot with beyond a fence, and they run into the woods. And the cop doesn't really believe you. Yeah, because nobody can jump a fence that high, and otherwise it'd be a ghost to go through the fence. Um, so, so after that, May's convinced that you... There's sort of a ghost in town, and, like, a haunting, and you go... You might want to pause a moment here. We lost that yeah. fort. Yeah, I know. I was just going to go through it, but take a note down. Um, 57 minutes. Um, might as well use this time to plan a little bit. I don't think we would need to talk about too much about the story, other than that there's a. Is internet dead? But I, I really don't think we need to go too far into the story. Like to mention some of the stuff, like oh yeah, the like what, the twist at the end. Because like I said, I know we want to talk heavy about spoilers, but at the same time, part of me wants to just like actually let let it be interpretive you know how do you mean interpretive yeah like let people interpret the ending for themselves well i kind of want to talk about the ending i don't know about you um like all the cultist stuff yeah and like that myth myth of like the local god that you have to feed um people do and it'll bring, bring prosperity to the land there's like a supernatural episode about that yeah also i only got uh uh 17 of the 31 achievements i don't know i got like 10 i'm assuming some uh one of those is locked behind greg but i don't know what all the rest of them are because there's just a lot in this town so we find out from poking dead arm that you know Something's going on, basically. Um, something is amiss in the town, and the police officer, or aunt police officer, I can't remember her name, but the aunt that is your police officer, which I don't know who's... I don't believe she has Molly. a name. It is. Molly. Oh, that's that's right. why it's Aunt Mall Cop. Oh, yeah. So Aunt Mall Cop uh, keeps being ominous and telling you things are going down. Until something actually goes down and you see someone get kidnapped. And then um, nobody believes you. Right. Yeah, during the Halloween event and you chase them 
to the edge of town and the like grocery store parking lot that's like semi abandoned. Yeah. Fully the abandoned. And the <laughs> Yeah. You have sort of like a Force Awakens like standoff looking at each other off across the divide of this uh, chain link fence. Right. And they dash into the woods. And the cop shows up the minute too late. Yeah, and this this sort of spurs uh this whole time you've been choosing whether to hang out with Bay or uh, Greg, and this sort of spurs the first time you get to hang out with Angus. Angus, I know it's an A. He wants to say Andrew. Angus. Um, it's hard because his name's Angus, but he's a bear, not a cow. True. Very true. Um, this is like the only time you get to hang out with Angus and you actually learn about all that crazy stuff he went through. Um, but basically you go on a ghost hunt because you don't know if it's real or not. Um, I, uh, which I don't know me as a player, I was like, that's real. That was real. That happened. Like, I don't know what well, you're questioning yeah. it because people are questioning you, I guess. But, uh, like that was real. Um, <laughs> so you go do the, like a bunch of research, uh, like on ghosts and that kind of stuff. You find and, three places to check out. And right. if one of them gets assigned to each character that you can hang with, Greg, B, and Angus. Right. But Did, what the game doesn't tell you is that you can only do two of them before it automatically kicks into yeah, the ending sequence. Whatever, sec- whatever order you pick them in, the second one always kicks into overdrive. Which, for me, was Angus's one. So, I started with B and then did Angus. So, um, what I was doing when I played that was I always do, like, the do all the, like, superfluous missions first and then, uh, like, do the content I actually want to see, uh, be a scene, uh, last. So I didn't get to see be a scene in my uh, playthrough and I just, um, I had to look it up on YouTube. See, I didn't get to see Greg's. But, Bees was kind of neat. It was really, uh, Exciting, actually, because you go into the graveyard. Uh, if you want, we can each talk about like uh, what happened during each of the main characters' as things. Uh, if... I don't know what you guys are talking about. I saw all three places. How? Um, I only okay. hung out with Bay, so Bay did two of them. Right, but that means you didn't. Do... Um, the the library doesn't count. But that is where you're supposed to go with Greg. No, you go with Greg to the so, Historical Society. Oh, I thought it was a library. Anyways, um, I saw yeah. the library, <laughs> I saw the graveyard, and I saw um, the hill. So do you want to, which one do you want to talk about, Fort? I'll talk about the graveyard, I guess. All right, I'll take the hill, and then Haru can take uh, Greg's storyline because I didn't get to see that one either. <laughs> so I'm the only one who saw it. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Whoever wants so to go the, first, go first. Uh, the graveyard, you kind of had to bust into it, and <laughs> Bay, as usual, is like, um, "This is illegal. Can we not? Like, I have responsibilities." <laughs> Um, yeah, she's the character that's like a real person with like real inclination. Right. I think Agnes um, is pretty but, real. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but she's like always like the okay. sensible one who's like, like we can't we, we can't like act like protagonist characters. We have to act like hey, this is we're gonna get arrested. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, this happens after um, Bay goes and visits her mom's grave, 
Yeah. Uh, you get to read some stuff and you talk to the grave digger. <gasps> I meant to and... did, I meant to ask that. Did you go down and interrupt her or did you stay up and hang with the grave digger? Uh, I interrupted her. Oh, I did I went not. Down and I talked to her because I ran out of dialogue with the grave digger. <laughs> so I went down and I was like, hey, are you done? She's like, yeah, you're done. I'm done. Huh. Like, okay. So it wasn't like I, I don't feel like I interrupted her. I feel I went to a natural end. I was always wondering um, if they would give you an extra dialogue if you just like she's like, please hang back. And if you just followed her, if she would say something. But I didn't. Do I that. didn't. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I, I went and looked at graves like like she said. Um, but when that's over, you go um, you have to go get a password or like there's a bunch of high schoolers that are like, hey, you have to do this. And you get to hear about like. Uh, May is a virgin, but like Bay isn't. Bay like slept with some guy like in high school, and I was like, "Oh, okay." And it's like a toaster. Like this a, is the um, do what? This is the this is the story you were um wanting to hear about. So no, it doesn't go into full detail other than they didn't do anything. Right. No, no, no I mean about May's story about her. That's prom. what I mean. Is it didn't do that? You have to pick one thing to reveal to them. And right. I picked the junior high events. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Fortuan, did you see the prom dialogue? Yeah, basically, they didn't do anything. Huh. Uh, basically, she was like, yeah. No, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember that. Ve- I mean, I remember the conversation very well, but I don't remember anything revealing about that conversation other than what Bay said. Like, uh, huh. um... So, like, the uh, Satanist teens, uh, they ask you, like, what's the most embarrassing story of your life? Right. You get to say and... junior high, high school, or college. You pick one. Yeah, so so high school... It... <laughs> uh, high school May starts going on about her prom date with Cole. And she says, like, I, we were slow dancing, which is sort of like just standing still. And then I tried to kiss him. But I bit his lip, and he started bleeding so much. And we went to the bathroom, and I, and I was dragging him there. And I started shoving paper towels into his mouth. But then he started choking on the paper towels. And then I was crying. And then... <laughs> I'm reading. I'm reading the de- the thing of it, and holy shit, so much happens. She starts to right. choke, like, and then she says she like she pukes yeah, on she, him. She started to like, choke on candy that she'd smuggled in. She pukes on him. And then someone walks in. Yeah. Holy shit. So it's super embarrassing. And eventually... Yeah, I remember now. Basically, she liked someone in the cafeteria at college, and then she, like, uh, said hi or something and got embarrassed, like, fell down the steps, and it got, like, worse and worse and worse. And it was, like, just like the high school one. And she, like, fell in a trash can and threw up on herself. And, like, it was just, like, holy cow. Like... That is just a train wreck of a situation. Uh, so I can share the junior high one then. Man, her life, her life sucks. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if we have any female listeners, but if we do have female listeners, don't tell us this has happened to you. That's a personal thing. Um, May was in junior high and she started going through that time in her life and ended up leaving blood on the seat. And then someone came in and sat down on it afterwards after and she saw it happen. And as she mm. tried to leave, stop them. Like she went, she like tried to call home and something like that. Uh, at one point, she like 
and later on during the day, she walks past the nurse's office and the kid's sitting on there or sitting in the nurse's office and then points out it was May that did it. And like people, I think people heard about it, like heard him oh. telling it. It was, it was bad. It was like, oh no. But I don't, I, I understand it's embarrassing, but I'd never had to deal with that as a ch- child because, you know, I'm, I'm a guy. Spoilers. Dude. Toaster's a guy. Spoilers. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I don't have any stories like that. Greg, Greg, Greg had, or, uh, May had some, May had some embarrassing moments in every part of her life. Yeah. Well, basically, the kids say, "Okay, cool, you can go in. You could have done this the whole time." And they get mad, or, or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> then you go down to the graveyard, and you're kind of looking around. <laughs> and uh you end up like unearthing uh you basically like knock a coffin out of the ground and you actually unearth like uh one of the suspects or whatever the the, the Timmy or Jimmy or something like that and uh you basically see like a dead cat which actually kind of spooked me um cuz they kind of jump scare you at that part um cuz you're basically like open the coffin and his head sort of like lolls out, and he's all skeletal, zombie looking. Um, and you freak. It was a nice callback because they had you jump on the grave, and then a sinkhole. Yeah, yeah. the sinkholes were such a major thing. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, yeah, I forgot about that part. And then sort of screws you up the basically end up seeing the dude, and you freak out and get out of there. Uh, the dude isn't the guy who kidnapped someone. Yep. Uh, and you're like, holy cap, that was real, and you're like you 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 jet out of there. Um, it's 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 interesting. Uh, it's it's a nice insight into Bay and then May's embarrassing story. And I'm glad we covered them all. I guess I forgot about I forgot about what the story was until you started saying yours. Um, but yeah, that was so. Toaster, did you want to sure next? So. Um... With uh, when when you go up to the hill, you go up with your buddy Angus, and it's actually kind of relaxing because it's the only time you get to bond with Angus. So they spend the time talking about you. T- they're talking about you two and figuring out what his uh, his his deal was. Deal yeah. was you learn about his past, um, which I think is what they put in for. They put that in specifically because they knew people would probably do their favorite character and then also Angus because it's the only time yeah. you get to be with Angus, and uh, right. As you go up the hill, you know he has he has asthma, and so he's he cut, they stop to pause and talk a lot, and you learn he was in the scouts, and you also learn that he was abused at home, like parents hit you know hit him, wouldn't feed him, and a lot of stuff like that. That's why he likes to cook, and he likes to take care of Greg because Greg kind of took him out of that bad place, and to take words from Angus's mouth saved him. Right. And they like they like Harry Pottered him, but like the realistic, depressing yeah. version of that. Like they would lock him in the pantry. They locked him in the cabinet. And uh, but like a like an actually small, really small room. But he also learned he was in scouts, where he spent pantry. a lot of time out in the woods and learning it, um, learning kind of about himself. And as part of that, uh, there, around town, there's these um, little things on the roofs that you can jump next to, and eventually release a little package with a little whirly bob on it and he reveals those were things they put up kind of like time caps that had messages to themselves and eventually it would come drift back to the place they 
set up out in the woods and then they'd read them. And if you did all four, like I did, at least I think there was four. I might have missed one. They all read like kind of for each character. Like they all have their own their own uh, box. Even though it's not the same four people, it kind of reads like it's the same four. At least in my head. Okay. And they even remit. So one of them, one of them was really funny. Oh. Well, <laughs> funny to me anyway. Uh, it was, it was, I am so sad all of the time. And both characters just sort of like, oh, shit. Because <laughs> this was a time capsule. Oh. And this is something that they have no control over. They even mentioned their secret. They say like, "Oh yeah, Scott's never changed, huh?" Hmm. Um, but you get to the very top, and you, you kind of relax and you enjoy, you know, just hanging out with about talking about the scouts. It's where you find out um, religions questions quite a bit in this game. Uh, not like questioning is God real, but like the players themselves questioning if they believe or not. They don't try to like right. call out the Catholic Church or anything. They're just like May's like, I don't know if God's real. And at one point she has a dream and she's like, I think I met God and God might be a dick. <laughs> <laughs> there's actually a theory about that, that there's three gods that are in the game based off some trifection of gods, like a god that's there that doesn't care, a god that's there and doesn't want to care, and then one that one that's absent but does care. It's hmm. I'll define the information to get to you because I thought it was really neat. Um but Angus reveals that he is he doesn't believe in anything paranormal or religion or anything like that because he spent so much time like in the closet like trying to use psychic power like you know like discover his psychic powers and get out or like you know hoping God would help, help him or something like that yeah. and nothing ever came so he's like yep yeah, nope can't be real like doesn't exist but he's still intrigued by things because he still wants to learn. So that's why he even bothers going out with you to find out about these ghosts, because he's just he's interested. Um, right. As for the actual investigation, uh, after you finish your nice little walk and talk, you end up just kind of sitting sitting on a park bench at a cliff and just staring at a thing. And uh, eventually time passes and he's behind you. And May doesn't notice it at first, but Angus does. And he's like, hey, yeah, he's he's there. Or, you know, is that the guy? And it's really disarming because because they have you, like, looking up at the stars and the whole constellation you oh, are. Yeah. And, like, you don't have any, any peripheral vision or anything. And then, uh... So it's really... And, and then in that window, they're like, May, don't move. He's behind you. And then like, May ah. freaks out. She's like, oh my god, it's him. Like, she really ignores it. And then Angus stands up and faces the guy. And is like, hello, excuse me. And, like, tries to talk. And, like... The guy doesn't answer, and she May's like, "That was kind of aggressive, huh?" And he's like, "Yeah, that's very aggressive. We should run." And you haul ass back to the back to uh, I think it was the car. Yeah, the car, and just you, you get yeah. the fuck out of there. And it was it's it's really a tense moment because like the whole time you know you found about Angus, and he was talking about like. Oh yeah, as asthma, and he's asthma, and he's like, no, like I'm gonna be. He's she because your character's worried. You're like, are you gonna be good, Greg? And he's like, yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I got an inhaler. I'll be fine. Let's just get the fuck out of here. And you bail. And it's right. super um, tense. So just one more thing about the the scouts, like windmill uh, yeah. whirlybirds. 
is this collectibles around town. There's four of them, like you said. But I only found two before I went on yeah. that story mission. So I just could never read the other two. Like, I had to look them up on YouTube. Oh, really? Oh, and that, okay. That's, just, that's really annoying, because that's not, like, the end of the game. No. That scene. Oh, no, that's It's sad. near the end of the game. But... Yeah. By the way, there's also a good quote. It's just, that's missable, so it, yeah. be warned. There's a good quote from Angus, by the way, uh, regarding something that happened at the end. But he says, I don't even believe in hell, but I hope that's where they go. Yeah. And I, I right. thought that was a great a great thing. Uh, yeah. So, um, so then I guess Greg's story. Yeah. Greg's mission has you going to the, like they even call it out. Like this looks like a haunted house, this historical society building. Yeah. Of course you go at night. Cause this whole game is like horror. Also themed, Greg's I guess. A rebel. Yeah. And cause you, 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 <laughs> Beatrice has a line of dialogue. It's like you, like they literally uh, intend to show to show you this place. Like you can just take a tour. That's that's what it's for. Yes, yeah. Of course, you sneak in at night. They do. <laughs> and you like you break into the cellar, and there's this really tense mini game of you have to shine the light into the woods to watch out and like shine the light down at, at Greg so he can see what he's pick what he's the lock he's picking. That's and then hilarious. you get into the building. Uh, there's just sort of like a lot of moments where you stop for dialogue and like you're just exploring room by room. Cool, okay. And <laughs> there's this running joke because you, cause you keep finding all of these elevators in the video game level. And you're like, this place is like five elevators. What are they doing with the taxi? <laughs> I, I like that they constantly call um, out like stupid things around town. Yeah. Yeah. They're just kind of sort of like lightly fourth wall breaking at the game design level design um it's true so, so you find a map room that actually shows you like a layout of the whole town just in sort of like rectangles or like a bump map or something like and it's all laid out left to right and like animates a little bit and a train goes by uh and you've been hearing these weird noises all the time through the mansion but you get to the back back of the map room and you find it's just like this busted animatronic that they haven't repaired yet um, but then you start getting chased by, uh, someone else who's in the, uh, who's in the man, the, the, the historical society and you're rushing from elevator to elevator trying to get people to pick the lock, um, uh, in a timely manner, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and it's weird. There's something that I don't think is totally resolved. You get up, one of the elevators goes to the attic and you look at a painting and May's like, uh, I've seen this before. Where have I seen this? And like the painting's sort of half shaded, so it's kind of hard to really get a get a good look at it. Yeah. But I think she's referring to the giant animal shapes she sees in the platforming levels in her dreams. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Hmm. But yeah, I don't really understand how that would connect with that random painting in the historical society, unless other people had the same dreams in this town and they painted that and maybe well anyway you finally make an escape uh down the, the out the window down the fire escape and like as you're as you're running down this back and forth down the fire escape the window like flashes on red the lights on and you see the silhouette of the murderer mm. and it, you just have to jump off the end of the fire escape mm. and you escape 
again, like, it was, it was really tense, like, just as tense as the, um, um, the, hill. the, the yeah. mountain mission with Angus. Yeah, well, they're all three tense. Yeah, like, you get actually kind of, I got kind of, one of my biggest, biggest fears is things showing up behind me when I'm not paying attention, or, like, something being there when I'm not <laughs> seeing it. That's why I can't play certain games like uh, Five Nights at Freddy's or any of those mods that has like Weeping Angel style enemies. Like, nah, no, mm-mm, never. <laughs> and so that some of these things got to me pretty heavy. Oh, I'm sorry to hear. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I didn't get. So you're saying you couldn't be a guard in a Metal Gear Solid right. game? Nope. Uh, that's that something is, I want to talk about more later. That is not Toaster's but yeah. job description. That is not. The box is moving. Him. The box is moving. Uh, um, so that kind of, you know, once you do two of them, we talked about it, it sort of gets into the ending sequence again. Last chance. Super spoilers. Anyways, the ending sequence may get sick or something. Basically, uh, she has a. St- Kind of like a stress stroke. I don't know what the actual right. word is, but it's it's kind of like a panic attack uh, where she faints out. I have absolutely fainted out before. <laughs> I mean, I fainted from lack of air, but... <laughs> are you talking about after she... Like spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Are you talking about after she confronts the... Or after the, you you first find the, the group of cultists? Yeah. Yeah, so like you... Yeah, so after, after yeah. your second mission... Like, she's made the science, like, okay, we're doing this. I'm going to go into the woods. T- title drop, right in the woods. They didn't, they didn't literally do that, but that's essentially right. what this part of the game is. So the four of you go, right? I, I, a little bit of the that part of the ending sequence is where I get confused. Yeah, May tries to yeah. could go alone, and everybody was like, no. <laughs> right, yeah. So you guys go um, up to, and the, you, like, to the top of a hill, which is basically... Um, yeah, you're walking where, past the... The abandoned grocery store lot. Right, yeah, where, where you saw him last Halloween. time. Uh, you get to the top of the hill and you look down, and they're going to kill someone. Like, and they is in like there's a group of people all in the same sort of outfit that was the guy following you around, and there's like a bunch of them, uh, and they're like talking like they're just like townspeople, I guess. Um, and they're like, "Hey, um, you messed up." and I can't remember what the guy did. Um, he left behind the arm. Uh, he dropped the arm. Oh, it was the arm, yeah. Yeah. So, um, man, there's, it's hard to explain exactly they, like, what happened apart. without like, jumping around like crazy. Well, I mean, basically, you, there's like a bunch of people in the same outfit, and you guys are like, what the hell is happening? And they're going to punish him for leaving the arm out, and they're going to kill him. Yep. Uh, and the whole group is like, "What the f? Like, what is going on down there?" And then, um, and someone steps on a twig. I'll say, I thought, remind somebody snaps or uh, gasps. Yeah, someone something happened where they get huh. discovered. I don't remember what it is. Um, but you There's... get found out, and they're like, "Hey, who's up there?" And you guys like bolt. Yeah. Um, but uh, and then you have there, this. There, little... There's a really abrupt like cuts to a chase sequence where you have to yep. run right yeah and i tripped on a rock and i couldn't really tell when i was first playing like if i hit the fail state 
so or or if I was scripted like a scripted it's loss, scripted but... eventually. So I dodged everything for a good couple minutes. There is a slight difference just... too. Uh, okay, I'll just talk about uh, what is the toaster? Basically, eventually they caught me, and I never tripped on anything. So that's what's what's implied is, um, and, and I had to look this up. They shot at you is what eventually happens. Uh, oh geez. If you, oh, yeah, so if you fucked you? up the jumping sequence, May actually got hit by a bullet, and she tumbled like down a massive hill, and got hit several like hit several things on the way down like beat up and abused and if you succeed it's implied that you tripped on a sinkhole and this exact same shit happened and you like or like you tripped because of the gunshot it just depends on if you actually get shot that one i succeeded (laughs) um and yeah no i just hit a rock like right as a result uh (laughs) it's like playing that but they have this really uh, another jarring cut yeah yeah as a result uh there's another jarring cut to like the you're just sitting in a... Someone's playing a video game in Greg's apartment, in Angus's apartment. Yeah, yes. I like that they hint that you and died. Like, <laughs> yeah, and like, it was like a straight yeah. up. And yeah, they just left her. They left yeah, you. They just left her. Um, and they're like looking out, because the, they're looking out like, oh no, are they going to find us? And like, <laughs> germs there. <laughs> like... So- I was playing through this, and I thought it was like literally just the bad end of the game, and everyone was going to get got by some. So young they people. actually do explain they didn't leave her behind for anybody worrying who hadn't played for some reason and is still listening. Uh, they they brought her in basically, supposedly. Right. And uh, May's in a coma, and it is yep. kind of depressing because you're like, oh my. This whole time you've been bouncing around like a maniac, you know, jumping, triple jumping, like Mario 64 style and climbing on wires and stuff. And eventually you wake up and the only thing you do is kind of shamble left and right. You can't even jump. May is just beat up, sad and depressed looking and you feel like garbage. Like, And she kind of fades in and out as you're walking. Like, it's just like you sort of lose consciousness as you're walking I just like wake up like thirty feet later. It's really tri- jarring. I felt really sad. Like I, I was connected at that point, and, like really into it. It's um, it's just like sort of a dream, dream sequence, and you're walking through the town. Yeah. But none of the buildings are there, and there's this sort of like uh, light orange haze to the air. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's like sort of a. Like what you might depict as an apocalypse, like a nuclear apocalypse, and some other uh, yeah. in the game. Yeah, it's it's definitely weird. Um, and then you pass out in in front of your street where your house would be, but isn't right. Yeah, so eventually they... you make it home. Yeah, so and you, yeah, you wake up at home. <laughs> you base, and everyone's gathered around. Like she's messed up, and like your whole family's there. And like, is it going to be okay? And then flashes later to the hospital and then like and then there's one day where you get up and you just sort of like stumble your way to your friend's house yeah um and you're not supposed to be there so you're like all sick and stuff i kind of like that though that her first thing was she was worried about her friends and she wanted to make sure they were okay and be somewhere she was relaxed 
Even your your parents are like, you just you you walked out of the apartment. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, and they're like, how did you even get here? So like, they're waiting for you to get picked up by your parents. And they're like, you know what? You can crash here. And then that sort of goes into like the final sequence of the game. Uh, well, actually, no. You have one last real conversation. In my case, with Bay. Yep. I think all of us chose Bay, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you talk, uh, basically reveal at this point is where you reveal like the shapes kind of stuff. And Bay's like, there's something seriously wrong with you. Like, yeah, she's like, holy <laughs> shit. Cause you, you tell her that you went and saw that doctor at that point. And she's like, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah. She's like, maybe yeah, you so, need a real doctor. Yeah. So like it, it all comes, she's like, oh my gosh, like, oh, this is real. Like, uh, you know, all that kind of stuff. And you sort of figure that all out. Well, then you kind of go um, back and you're like, you know what? We're going to deal with this murder cult. You do it quietly without telling anybody like either. That, you just in your that, sick that scene, state. Like what? Oh, go on. When you're that conversation with Bay, uh, Bay, <laughs> Bia, um, it was really gratifying, I thought, because like I like the payoff of it because the whole game, like, Bia is like the first person to criticize you and like th- through her whole like social link i guess yeah she's really ragging on you and at one point uh may even tells her like you know it's really messed up that you call me stupid all the time yeah <laughs> and um th- this scene like uh beatrice finally like uh understands why may drops out of college and like she's like oh you actually have like anxiety and depression you should like you can talk to someone about that yeah may was scared of the um statue outside of her dorm room that was constantly like pointing down which played hard into her disassociative disorder and that's yeah. why like she physically couldn't function in college because she wasn't anywhere comfortable enough right um yeah that's a good point um yeah it really kind of kind of puts like a capstone on that whole um situation so then may leaves to go handle the people and then your friends show up again and they're like no you're not doing this alone i want to <laughs> partially point out may tries to keep leaving and doing it herself because she thinks it's something special about her not realizing it's her you know her mental disorder is happening at the same time as all this it's not because she's having this mental stuff it's just coincidental uh right uh <laughs> and so, so she there's keeps a kind of a funny <laughs> There's kind of a funny sequence where one of the dudes is just standing there up on the hill and she's like, I'm going to mess you up. And you're, you're like, you're like all gimped up and barely can walk. And all of a sudden he gets shot with a crossbow bolt. You hope. And you're like, what the and Greg has a crossbow. <laughs> so they actually hint at Greg having a crossbow. If you apparently if you hung out with him and also you meet his sister at one point and she. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's she's shooting. Uh, cross her crossbow out in the woods when she's visiting, and hmm. she, you mentioned that oh yeah, Greg still has one. And hmm. apparently, uh, if you hang out with Greg, that's part of hanging out with Greg is you play with the crossbow at one point. Okay, yeah, but I just us, yeah, like none of us saw <laughs> yeah, that, it was just so a random crossbow complete, bolt in the guy's arm, I admit, or chest, or whatever. It was a complete shot Greg's in the dark. Badass as fuck when will. that happened. Though I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> 
I was like, yeah. Uh, so because like you think May's walking to her death, and you have you're forced to like press left and like do it for yeah. her. It's like, oh. Um. So he basically retreats, uh, and you chase him down, and and you're like, oh yeah, we're gonna get you, and then you sort of turn the lights on, and you're across this gorge, and there's like all the other people, like yeah, we got you, and they sort of uh, yeah, you go down in a mine. What's going on? And it's this is where this is the part where the game kind of lost me. Vertical. And it's not like I don't understand. It's like I'm not okay with how this went. Like <laughs> I like it seems really weird. Like oh it it was it was grounded and realistic, and then it just went into crazy land. Like of course the dream gets there, but you could chalk that up to dream. Um, yeah, the dream with the cat. Um, I wanna... the, 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 the important dream that we didn't talk about that she has when she's sick. Um, but I... basically, basically in the dream and actually you're talking to God, uh, toaster, you mentioned this earlier Yeah. and, and you're like, okay, I just talked to God. It's a really weird conversation. Um, what's and the point of God is cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and it talks weird. It doesn't, it doesn't like people asking and, him anything. Yeah. It's just. It's really weird, um, and uh, I actually. But, I mean, oh. go ahead. I was gonna say I kind of like how it turned out, though. The ending. That okay. Is. Oh. Oh, oh well, we're not yeah, there yeah. quite yet. Okay. I'm just saying this is where it lost me. Oh, okay. So the the townspeople are like, they basically explain like, yeah, we basically take people that no one care about, and feed them to this sarlacc down here. So, <laughs> I don't think there's actually a sarlacc. It's not really. A, I was I was using it as exaggeration. No, I mean I don't think there's anything in the hole at all. They well, kept they, talking about that there's like a a being down there, something that needs sacrifices. Yeah. I don't think there was anything down there the whole time. I think it was one person who heard voices, and then since they were throwing things down in the pit, things got better, so they kept doing it and kept throwing. So, it. so like the. Basically, it's a murder cult. Like yeah. there's it's just straight up a murder. I cult. think that's what they call there's it. There's a game specific too. like myth <laughs> they this do. Is based on, uh, and it's uh, like an old like European concept of this god uh, that you have to sacrifice, like blood sacrifice for, and they'll uh, sort of increase the prosperity of the town, like uh, the the bounty of nature and like the okay. fortune of the inhabitants and that sort of thing. So it's sort of like a deal with the devil. Apparently, but like older than that. Apparently, Greg's so, side goes into that more more detail too. Really? Okay. Yeah, I yeah, I missed it because I was only with Bay, and <laughs> um, you basically like okay, I get it because because what uh, what May is like going through is she's like no 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 that's why I see the shapes and that kind of stuff. And I don't know if she jumps in or she thinks she jumps in or whatever happens. She has a little stroke out there, yeah. Yeah, but, like, she basically confronts the being down there, and at least in her mind, and says, you know what, screw it, I want to live, and says, no, I'm not I'm not doing this. And then they sort of like, oh, nope, we're getting the heck out of here, and they just sort of, like, leave. So, um, go ahead. This is one of those things where what conversations pick changes what's explained to you um okay she she tells them straight up is it because i'm special they're like no no, like we want you to join us sure but it's not because you're special like they kind of tell her like right off the bat like 
Yeah, no, it has nothing to do with you. In fact, you th- you four are nice kids. We were just going to let you be. Um, uh, that's not what was said to me. Yeah, they, that that's why they tell they you like, they they tell you to go. They're like, you can leave now because um, no one's going to believe you, and also you're nice. We won't come after you. Well, they do say that, but they tell in mine. They tell May like, no, you're seeing shapes, right? Yeah, you need to go down there. Like they're trying huh. to convince her. Um, in my in my version, so I guess there is a bit of branching, but it, uh, you know, and end, end result is the same. I don't know if you also got the same thing, but you can ask different questions at one point, and you can ask about Casey. Right, the uh, missing kid in town who I did. people think you're told uh, just up and ran away and escaped the town. Just left, yeah. Yep. And he what he did up and run away for like a day, and. It turns out the cult snatched him up, and he was one of the people who was thrown down the pit. And yeah, Greg nearly shoots a cultist, and they all pull out guns and advise him maybe he should put down his cross. Um, so right, like the the name they give for the uh, monster is the uh, black goat, which is sort of a Christian euphemism for Satan, like because you know, like devils have the goat horns and the goat eyes and. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like if anyone's seen The Witch, you'll hear Black Goat a lot. Uh, that movie. They also start talking about the the, the hillbilly <laughs> yeah. cultists. T- start talking about like dirt taking her jobs, and <laughs> for like two lines of dialogue. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, a lot of modern issues <laughs> um, for small towns. I actually found out too, partially what this was based on. This was a real event. This whole, not the culty part, but the the minor uprising, the National Guard, an incident happening where a lot of people died. It was a real thing. It that happened, happened a lot. It's about uh, like right. the Pinkertons or like the thugs that murdered oppressed yeah, workers. The Colorado miners is specific. Yeah, but it happened with like a lot of unions, a lot of right industry. Yeah, I mean, in America. And well, go ahead. Oh yeah. So, uh, poor Casey, poor went out for Casey cause he didn't deserve that. And he was also friends with Greg and some of the other kids in town. Right. And, uh, anyways, moving on past that, you, you go to leave. Uh, cause yeah. I guess again, in my part, the cult is like, yeah, you guys can just leave. Like you're good. Leave the cross. Say trust you. No one, the cops are never going to believe you. <laughs> About the right. God and this whole yep. Anamayan that's abandoned. One thing I like is they don't show the faces of the cultists ever. So you don't know what adults in town were or were not cultists, you know? I immediately assumed it was the council <laughs> people that were always talking yeah. when you go through town. I was wrong, because they're there afterwards. Yeah. But, um, well, uh, some of yeah, the cultists... So... <laughs> Some of the cultists go up give the their rick- names, but they don't, like, they don't match up to any names I saw in dialogue in the game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they probably oh. are Or, like, fake people names. who live outside of town or something. But, yeah, Fortran. Mm. But, uh... I- uh, so, you end up leaving, going up the elevator, but you get jumped by one of the cultists, the one that got shot. Yeah, because he's still particular. pissed. <laughs> yeah, and he's, and, uh, he's like, I'm gonna get you kids, or whatever... Uh, and there's a struggle that happens, and the elevator 
just falls with him in it, and he gets he gets cut or so or slammed in it or something. You basically tear off his arm, <laughs> in on a weird uh, full circle, and uh, the elevator falls down, and like a bunch of rocks fall and that kind of stuff. And you're like, well, they're dead. Yeah, you caused an actual <laughs> co- cave collapse, and it everyone's dead. And they're like, holy cow. And that's where that line from Angus comes in where he's like, well, I don't believe in hell, but I hope that's where they're going. And then there's actually a little bit of a debate debate there, too, of like, we just killed somebody and somebody's like, that's terrible. And then Angus straight up says, no, I would do it again. I would absolutely kill them again if given the opportunity. Yeah, they're 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 And that's that's a pretty cool turn in the writing because he's. Like the nicest, friendliest character in the game. Like he's not—he doesn't hurt a fly. But he's like, no, nah, they were just terrible people. That—that's how you know they deserved it. Y- yeah. Also, uh, I want to point out the ending of this game. At least part of it feels a lot. Uh, Scooby Doo, Stranger Things, Goonies, like, also it. You know where it's like the group of friends who are all like trying to confront something that are significantly better. Or bigger than them. Right, yeah. Yeah, I get what you're saying with that. And, like, no one's going to believe them. So they have to do it themselves. And Yeah. <laughs> um, so basically, it doesn't necessarily, like, end right there. You kind of go back and sort of, like, decompress. And then, like, your parents are like, hey, is everything all right? And you're like, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm good now. Like, it's... It's really weird. It's sort of like a non-ending after that. It's just sort of like, okay. Well, they even talk about it. They're like, should we tell Casey's parents? And they're like, what are they going to believe? Right. Or do they even want to know their kid was murdered by a death cult? And then like, uh, I don't, here's part of my reason why I think the people were people in town is your, your Auntie Mall Cop even mentions like, the next day she mentions like, yeah, we've been getting a, a lot of calls. You don't know anything about. And she just cuts herself off and is like, you know what? Never mind. Have a good day. Be safe. Uh, yeah. Cause you're the only one who's been saying suspicious things and trying to get her attention about something big. And then what I'm assuming is a lot of people go missing. Well, yeah, they like, were. Yeah. All the cultists, either wives are calling and like, where's Eddie? You know, they were absolutely characters in the world of like around Possum Springs. But like the abuser at Bea's store, um, I'm not sure if they were like the characters you meet in the game. In the, in the yeah, which is fine because Possum Springs isn't that tiny. It's you know it still has a decent group of people. Like I didn't, I lived in a town of like less than five thousand people, but I still didn't know right. everybody. Right. Yeah. Um, and then you get that final scene right yeah. at the band practice so, so you, and you get to talk a long conversation with whoever your most companioned companion is yeah and you get probably the most touching sentence that may ever says to bay which is the uh basically they suggest they suggest going on a road trip together and bay is like well you know your your little disorder might show up again how do you know you're not going to freak out and Bay's like, well, that only really shows up when I'm not at home and you're enough like home for me. And it's like, that's the nicest, most genuine thing I think you could say to somebody. Right. So, um, yeah, 
We'll wait for that. Sorry about that. <laughs> That's fine. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, I guess uh, I'll uh, from there. It's sort of like the end of the game, and we'll kind of wrap up the the discussion a bit. But uh, I want to say like I so I was the first one to finish it, um, and I texted uh, the group here, and I was like, I I don't cuss much, but I'm gonna say it because I did. Um, but I was like, what the actual fuck was that? Like, <laughs> like I was so like, oh my gosh, that went way south. <laughs> like <laughs> I was, and I, I did it all like, um, the last, I, in one session, I did all three of the, you know, the starting from, I think the library right. to the end of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point I couldn't put it like down. Roller coaster. Yeah, I, I, it wasn't that I couldn't put it down. I was just like, I had the time. Oh. So, like, <laughs> I mean, I was intrigued, <laughs> yeah. for sure. But, like, I got done, and I was just like, that was trippy. The actual like, phrase from Fortran is, okay, I finished the game just now. What the actual fuck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I was like, okay, cool. I guess I'll just wait for everyone else to finish it. Um, like, I don't know. Like, I... I don't really know what to think about the ending with the whole creature down there kind of thing. Like I kind of took that literally just because of how crazy the game was at that point. Um, but you're probably right. It probably wasn't very literal. I just like, I don't know. Like I was just like, oh, I don't know what to feel anymore. Like I like the game, but like the ending, I was just sort of like, uh, I hadn't really like, that was the one thing I had to process really. Um, and I still, even I'm like, that was still weird. Like it was just weird. <laughs> I, I have a friend who was more disappointed. That it wasn't more supernatural, but I'm actually kind of glad it was very grounded because, you know, it's just, it's a normal town and these are normal people who all have their own things they're going through. And it is absolutely possible that a group of people could absolutely think that sacrificing something to a giant deep hole that maybe talk to somebody at some point in the past might do I something. I think Bia different. called them uh, like a, a gang of, of kidnapping conservative uncles. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, I think somebody said, yeah, dads or uncles at oh, one point. <laughs> but like, man, uh, what did you think of it? The ending then? Um, well, I, I'm inclined to like take it on its face because it is sort of like the whole. Like, your mom's obsessed with horror stories, and the whole game seems to be inspired by uh, horror stories. So I feel like there was a black goat at the bottom of that hole. Like I said, you can throw things in, but you never hear the sound of it hitting the bottom. Um, yeah. What I was a little bit disappointed with with the ending, like, it was a perfectly long game, but just the whole ending sequence, like, going down and reaching the cultists, uh... There wasn't, like, it sort of resolved itself with the cave-in. Like, there wasn't, like, a mission you could do to actively uh, defeat them or thwart them or whatever or save people. Like, you couldn't really call it into the cops. Like, you never really do that. I kind of like it, too, though, because it was a group of miners that started, like, that cult up. And so it ended in the miners in the mines, you know, like it kind of sealed itself. Yeah, I mean, I'm just wondering, like thinking about on top, yeah, like that challenge as a part of Bay's character arc. She didn't like super, oh yeah, like 
she didn't like take one action that specifically thwarted them besides like chasing after the ghosts. Um, just briefly, there was a, another like side story that I wanted to bring up, which is the uh, homeless man outside oh. of the church. I don't remember what his name was. Yeah. Bruce, yes, you're Bruce. right. Was um, the, Kate, the pastor, yeah. uh, she's trying to get him a place to stay in the church. Uh, the, and she's deliberating with the town council, the four people who was like, jobs, jobs, jobs. Um, and they're very concerned yeah. with like the aesthetics of like a homeless person in the church, uh, even, even in their space. They have to make the troop... They have to make the town attractive for future business to come in. Yeah. Um, but Bruce at one point tells you, don't tell the pastor today, but I'm going to go home tomorrow. I'm going to, my my kids are going to be there and they're going to be waving me in and they're going to, I'm. it's going to be great. And I was yeah, like, no. I... And I tried to tell the pastor, but the game wouldn't let me. Um, but obviously he's so... like, He's like referring to suicide. Like his parent, his family is probably not alive if he's homeless, and May doesn't understand because they said they he'd be they'd be waiting for him with the big signs and stuff. And it's like that's you've been gone for how long? I don't think they'd be waiting for your signs. I don't think you're going home. And then like you tell the pastor the next day when you go to see her, and she's like, "Oh, thank you for telling me, May." And like literally, like feet from his camp Uh, is this giant precipice cliff, and he probably just leapt. So it's yep. like, it's brutal. Uh, but they never like out. They never like come out with it and say like he killed himself. But I also feel bad because the the there's another reason the pastor didn't talk to you much at all. Not only because she failed to get Bruce at home because the council voted against her, but the day before you ripped into the pastor about God not being real and how can she dare? Because the pastor was questioning if God was real. And your character May is ripping into her, like saying, like, how dare you preach to God, you know, preach God's teachings when you yourself don't believe. Like, you May says some messed up shit to the pastor. And I'm like, Whoa. I don't know. She has a point. And she has a point, but at the same time, it's like, I mean, she's blunt. Yeah. I don't think you need to, be- yeah, I don't think you need to be able to believe in something in order to try using it to help comfort others. But it's the fact that May was being really rude about it because she was going through some stuff. So she wasn't learning how to phrase things in a nice way. Right. Okay. Um, there was another storyline I wanted to point out. Uh, okay. Uh, the dudes in the... This is something Fortran didn't get to experience. In the subway, there's nope. a big mural of like the workers union style of mural these were things that actually existed in america where it shows like workers with hammers and wrenches and axes going to work and it's it was a very big it was in the library too yeah and there's also at the end of the tunnel which you didn't get to see uh but at some point early on the mural gets vandalized somebody like starts painting over it with like a roller brush brush of black and it's like this big mysterious thing and then you find out it's this nice little mouse girl that you met on the roof who says like, oh, she's doing it because she wanted people to realize that the town's messed up. Like, nobody was acknowledging that things were terrible and messed up in town until somebody painted over the past. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like find her early enough for the game to give me her last like dialogues. I guess 
like the last part of her her yeah. story. Uh, if you if you play this game, I'd advise like going everywhere. Like find everyone <laughs> on the first day. Like jump, get up to all the rooftops, or you're gonna miss stuff. Also, in case anybody does does this wrong, the day ends generally when you choose to hang yeah. out with somebody. So like always do that last. You don't have to, you can do everything before then. Time's not gonna exactly like how Persona fine. does it. Like. As soon as, you, as soon as you take a day job or hang out with a friend, you're off to the next time time segment. Uh, I know we. Gotcha. I know this is a long thing, but this is a very like story intense game, so it's 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 got a lot of feelings. I just wanted to do, do a quick little thing, like kind of like favorite bits about the game. Uh, sure. Mine was that uh, this whole game got had me very emotionally invested. I was just hooked into the game right at the beginning and it kept me hooked in there because I kept identifying with the characters or getting happy when certain things like I was so happy when like you know stealing the pretzels and feeding the rat babies and like seeing them grow and like May felt like some success because she was able to do something and uniting the musicians like same thing like May actually succeeded and I felt happy but I also felt kind of sad because it reminded me of my hometown and I live in Texas now, so fall doesn't freaking happen. (laughs) (laughs) And I like seeing the leaves and seeing the small town interactions with people. And when May finds uh, Mr. Mallard, the the mayor float duck thing, and she's so excited, but she's sad because they had to take him down and he just kind of cooped up in a room like in storage forever. And like certain parts like the music got to me and I actually teared up a few times during the game. Uh, the biggest one for me was at one point in the church uh, if you've been talking to your mom enough your mom tells you like oh yeah the back book room is open and if you want to lay down and take a nap it's when you're feeling like garbage and it's not a huge thing there's not much dialogue there she just says oh you can go in the back and take a nap and so you go in the back and there's a couch and you can lay down and you can just press A to jump up anytime whatever but if you don't your character actually kind of fades into like the sleeping motion and um, an image of your dead grandpa shows up and kind mm-hmm. of moves towards you and just sits on the couch with you. And uh, I don't have any grandpas left really. So I kind of was really sad and I remembered my time with my grandpa and it really got to me. And it just, it, it, it messed me up a little bit in a good way. So I'm really glad I played this game because it made me think of a lot of different things, of a lot of characters and a lot of stuff I've gone through and maybe some stuff I should go through. Hmm. So that's why I'm sorry if I was really long winded this episode or anything like that, but it, it meant a lot to me. And if, if you have ever lived in a small town or you've gone through like some depression and stuff like that, or, you know, somebody who's gone through it, I would really advise playing through this game. Like it's a heavy recommendation and I'm going to put this actually in my top 10 list of games. Nice. Yep. I, uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, I didn't connect with it on such an emotional level, even though, uh, things got really dicey for me. Not even six months ago. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, it was, it was a really good game. Um, I enjoyed it. Um, I had zero expectations and I came out 
pretty good. So, what do you think, Haru? Um, yeah, I think it's like a really obviously very strong like Kickstarter first effort uh, for for that studio, or I imagine they're probably like ex developers somewhere. But yeah, like right. it was very uh, competent indie game. Uh, not just competent, but very proficient at like narrative game. And I feel like right. it could have, like maybe it was just edited a little bit differently at certain points because there's, like the whole ending sequence. It was intense, but I don't think it like really hit for me as much as like the character conversations did. Because, like, you don't learn about... Right. You're just not getting a lot of time with the whole, like, main story of the kidnappers and stuff. Uh... Right. Yeah, it it felt a little weird at the end, but I don't think it, that harmed the the themes going through it. No, I mean, it's mostly much. about the uh, the Scooby, Scooby gang and their character dynamics. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, cool. So we all mostly like it. It was pretty good game. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna end it there. Um, we're <laughs> over an hour, quite over an hour. Um, but uh, I will say, um, I, does anyone have any updates from previous games? Because I do. We're, real quick. Uh, that we. I'm still playing through Octopath, and I'm doing more storylines. And holy crap. Uh, I can see why I people like the all. dancer. She's, oh yeah, she's good. I, I finished them all. Um, I literally, after finishing Night in the Woods, I spent two days and I finished the other chapter fours in Octopath. Um, so I did a total of three each, so twelve chapters in two days. Um, didn't have to do as much grinding as I thought I would have to. Um, but yeah, so I, I basically finished the stories. I'm probably not going to go do the secret boss or whatever. Um, probably not going to get the extra special classes. Although I finally found the merchant one. <laughs> finally. Yeah, it's a little bit off the beaten uh, path. I got it. Yeah, um, but it it was enjoyable. I still like the stories. I think I still like the original four I did better. Uh, the new stories were good. Uh, I liked them. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I just it might be because I was already sort of out of the frenzy with it. Hmm. Um, but um, that being said, um, next month, um, so November, we will be playing Axiom Verge. Um, I will be playing us on Switch. I know it's on PlayStation Four and PC. I don't know about Xbox, um, but it is a Metroid uh, style game. I started playing it today. Um, so far, so good. Um, but yeah, that's what we'll be playing. Yay. So, uh, if you want to join us, awesome. Uh, we'll be talking about it so next it month. So it looks like it's on this is Xbox One, one Wii off. U, and even Vita. So you can find this game on your platform of choice. Wow. True. Yes. <laughs> um, so this is Fortuan. You can find me at Hunter's Hub Pod on Twitter. Uh, you'll notice it says Hunter, Hunter's Hub and then dash Fortuan. Um, and I'll be on there doing stuff, but been putting my art up lately. If you haven't seen that, um, it's not awesome. It's just me drawing, but anyways, um, 
I will catch you guys on the next side quest. And on that side quest, I am at Gaines Dead Gran on Twitter. And coincidentally, I've also been uh, tweeting about uh, killer killer conservative uncles. It's weird. I don't know what's going on. Uh, Toaster, what about you? <laughs> uh, you can find me at Toasty Smiles on the Twitterverse. And uh, coming soon in a promise I'm probably going to have a hard time keeping, I recorded my entire play session of Night in the Woods from start to finish. And I'm going to see if I can edit that and get that into video format for everybody to view. And I'm going to try making a more succinct and well-thought version of my thoughts for everybody for this game. Uh, we'll see. I have no deadline for it yet, so uh, eventually. I'll let you guys know when That's it comes cool. out. Awesome. Alrighty. We'll wrap it up. Thanks, guys.